0: I'm talking to Northwest University's Professor Karisma Null about the country's reading literacy crisis. Now, what do we know about the reading literacy crisis in the country?
1: Well, Jaco, there's no doubt in my mind that we do have a reading literacy crisis. To put the crisis into context, 70% of children in low- and middle-income countries in 2022 reached the age of 10 without being able to read and understand simple text. The proportion is the highest in sub-Saharan Africa, namely 89%. And in South Africa, where 78% of children are not learning to read for meaning by grade four, the challenge we face is really substantial. Now, one of my colleagues, Nick Spall, states that almost half of South African primary schools, in other words, about 45%, Are cognitive wastelands in that not a single learner can read and make inferences. Now, language and reading literacy difficulties is not a problem that's only unique to the early grades. Research also indicates that our school leavers who matriculate in um, English as first additional language, and this is about 70% of our annual cohort, are likely to enter university with low-level language proficiency in all languages including their home language, where this is not English. But the problem is particularly acute in English first edition or language, which is the medium of instruction in most of our schools from grade four. So in addition, those applying to education faculties are among the academically weakest applicants to any faculty, with many of these students indicating that education is their second or third choice. So that really paints a a grim picture at the moment.
0: And to what extent did the pandemic affect learners' reading literacy?
1: Well, if I can summarize the effect in one word, it would be devastating. In 2016, our PIRLS results, which is an international assessment we participate in every five years, indicated that 78% of our grade four learners could not read for meaning in any language. Now, we're waiting for the next round, which was conducted in 2021, and these results will be released a little later this year. However, uh, it is possible to n- to use some of our new research on learning losses in the Western Cape to estimate the likely change um, due to the pandemic. Now, in their 2022 report, Van der Berg and his colleagues looked at the percentages of grade 3s and 6s that passed the language test at the lowest possible level. In other words, they scored at least 30% on the test. Now at grade three, the percentage passing at this low level dropped from 68% in 2019 to 59% in 2021. And at grade six, it dropped from 85% in 2019 to 76% in 2021 now with the largest declines among our poorest learners. Now, if the learning losses seen in the Western Cape are experienced by South Africa as a whole, and this is a conservative assumption, then the percentage of grade four children that cannot read for meaning will increase from 78%, which was pre-pandemic, to an estimated 82%. Now, this signifies... um, basically a, more than a year's worth of lost learning. Now, given the new estimates of learning losses from the pandemic, South Africa is even further behind our 2030 goal than it was before the pa- pandemic. And once again, Nick Spool states that there is now the real possibility that the pandemic has wipe, wiped out a decade of progress in reading outcomes. So if the learning losses uh, loss estimates are correct and the country does manage to get back onto the pre-pandemic uh, improvement trage- uh, trajectory, it will still take us 86 years from 2023 to ensure that our grade four learners can read for meaning in South Africa. And this means the year 2108.
0: So. Wow. Now, could you tell us what the main factors are that contribute to the current reading literacy crisis?
1: Uh, The reading crisis in South Africa is a complex issue with multiple contributing factors. But one factor which is currently receiving a lot of attention, both nationally and internationally, is the quality of teacher education. Now, this particular factor cannot be dismissed out of hand given that there is widespread international agreement on the critical importance of teacher quality, uh, with our research evidence indicating a very strong link between teacher effectiveness and our learners' learning outcomes. Now, if teachers are not adequately, adequately skilled and able to support our learners' needs, improving the quality and equity of education is highly unlikely. As part of the Initial Teacher Education Research Project, which was a project designed to examine the extent to which the um, Initial Teacher Education programs offered at universities are adequately preparing our teachers, the survey uh, amongst uh, the BEd students indicated that many of these programs lack coherence around the fundamentals of teaching and uh, teaching reading, as well as the work integrated learning component um, of these programs, which is typically riddled with difficulties. So in my opinion, initial teacher education programs therefore need to accept accountability and become far more creative in how they prepare our students to, to teach reading. So in my opinion, this is one of the main factors that really needs to be put under the spotlight at the moment.
0: Now, what are the measures that are in place to address this crisis?
1: Well, although the um, government officials place a lot of emphasis on reading being an apex priority, there is no evidence that these statements have translated into meaningful resources for learning. So there are a lot of slogans going around, such as read to lead, drop all and read, but we're not seeing uh, evidence uh, of this in our schools. And also a number of literacy intervention programs uh, are being conducted all over our provinces, but they are ad hoc and they're not well coordinated with regards to really looking at the impact that they are having on learners' reading abilities. Um, In addition, many of these intervention programs often target our urban, semi-urban, or township schools And this really exacerbates the disadvantage of rural children who are already marginalized with regards to access to adequate infrastructure and teaching and reading uh, resources. However, the Department of Education and Training has a number of initiatives such as the establishment of centers for African language teaching at various universities, and I think this should really be supported and sustained. Um, in addition, our effective teachers of reading have knowledge and skill sets that our less effective teachers do not. And this type of instructional expertise does not come from just engaging in the observation of teaching or from reading about the philosophy of teaching alone. We really need our teachers to be able to practice this. So. I would like to argue that game changes are required, and one of the game changes that uh, the Northwest University, as well as my colleagues at the University of Johannesburg, are looking at is the use of mixed-reality simulation. Now, this is a technology where students can go into a simulator, practice the various reading skills that they want to teach without causing harm to actual learners, we can stop the simulation, and they can receive feedback. Um, So this is very important to us, and it's very similar to the uh, aviation field that trains pilots within simulators to handle various scenarios such as landing or taking off a plane. So there are various initiatives, and the latter I really think is something uh, that we should explore um, far more extensively.
0: And then lastly, a Professor, what role can parents play to support their children in learning to read?
1: I think this is a really very important question. Um, my answer in short would be parents, talk to your children. The language skills with which learners enter school aid their literacy development and vice versa. So the more their literacy skills develop, the more their language skills improve. We often say that reading rests on a sea of spoken language. So learning to talk is natural, but learning to read is not. The oral vocabulary um, a very young child brings to the reading process is key to success. So parents and educators can support oral language development by encouraging children to engage in purposeful conversation. Be intentional. Intentional about using sophisticated words, asking questions, engaging in turn-taking in conversation. Talk to your child. One way to help them is to help them build their vocabulary. So, for example, if you were to introduce a new word to your child, let's take enormous as an example. Provide them with a kid-friendly definition of this word. Enormous means that something is really, really big. Secondly. Provide a simple example that makes sense with their daily life. Remember that really big watermelon we got at the grocery store? That was an enormous watermelon. Thirdly, encourage your child to develop their own examples. What enormous thing can you think of? Can you think of something really big that you saw today? Yes. Yes. The bulldozer near the park was enormous. Those tires were huge. And lastly, keep your new words active within your house. Over the next few days or weeks, take advantage of every opportunity you can get and use these words in conversations. So in a nutshell, talk to your child. Thank you.
0: That was Professor Karizman Nell from the Northwest University's School for Language Education.